Welcome to the Las Vegas Where and What to Eats podcast, brought to you by Dining Caddy, a social media app for foodies like me. Stay tuned until the end of the episode for a special deal from our guest. Hi, everyone. So today we have Jordan Camacho here. He is the executive chef and owner of Sticks Tavern. How long have you guys been in business for? We have been open for just under two and a half years now. Oh, wow. Okay. And what side of town is it on? It's in Henderson on Water Street down in Old Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Water Street. So much culture there. Yeah, so much going on right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So what made you want to open up a restaurant? Uh, I cooked um, on the Strip uh, for a few years up in Canada, up in Seattle. So I, Mm -hmm. I, I cooked for quite a while. Then I actually got out of the business for a little bit um, and into real estate and was doing that for a bit and just always missed it. You missed it? Oh, yeah. Did you go to culinary school? Uh, I did. I did. I don't know if it was worth it, but it got my foot into the door at a pretty good job. So Okay. Why was it not worth it? You just relearn everything in the kitchen the real way. Once you're finally working. So when you, when you, you mean like, like on the job training is right. totally different right. than in I mean, school. It gives you a foundation which makes you, you know, malleable, which helps get your foot in the door into certain places. Mm-hmm. But then you just kind of relearn the real way to do everything. So it makes you understand like ingredients and flavors and things like that. But then the actual real world experience, there's nothing like it. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, it gives you a, a base foundation of knowledge for basically – Pots and pans and sauces and that that institutional knowledge that does help out quite a bit. But, yeah, you just – you learn the real way to do things mm-hmm. and, you know, every chef is different. So it's not – they're not all cooking from, you know, classic yeah. culinary books. Maybe they'll take bits here and there and mm-hmm. then tweak them and see what works best. But Yeah. And why a tavern? Um, It was just – we had – uh. We were doing that. It just seemed like such a great fit across from the arena. You know, when we were looking at Water Street, uh, we had actually been looking at a location a little uh, closer to Lake Mead, but that didn't turn out. And then this one came on the market, and right away we just thought, you know, perfect perfect fit going right there with, with the arena because we landed on it right after the arena had been announced. Okay. And what is your food like? You know, I, I, I like to refer to it as technique-driven bar food. We are a tavern, and there's those expectations of what you're going to get when you go into a sports bar. Mm-hmm. But we just put a lot of effort into uh, creating the recipes and menu testing and then just making sure everything is as good as it can be. Everything is made in-house. We mm-hmm. we grind our own beef for our, uh, for our uh, burgers, which I would put up against just about any burger in the valley. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we make just about everything from scratch except say mayonnaise which actually when we opened we were making our mayonnaise from scratch wow (laughs) so so do you have a variety of burgers yeah yeah right now we have four on the menu we uh have our original sticks burger which we spent about six weeks developing and that one is uh they're, they're all smash burgers this one is a uh we go for the original it's meat cheese bun and honestly that's my favorite way to eat it it just is so savory and delicious that I find when you t- put, like, lettuce, tomato, onion on it, it kind of takes away from it. <laughs> but then we also do a Greek burger. Uh, my wife and I just went to Greece in March and had a lot of fun out there. So when we came back, you know, once I finally found what real, actual tzatziki was like, mm-hmm. I had to use that. So we do that. We do a uh, basically a burger that's kind of like a uh, jalapeno popper. So it's got, like, a jalapeno cream cheese, bacon, uh, uh, cream cheese on there, Um that one's really good, and uh, then we have also a uh, – we do a blue cheeseburger that's pretty good. Ooh, 
Yeah. That all sounds so delicious. Yeah. Are burgers like your number one selling items? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just had the car <laughs> show and uh, we went through, we just had a, the Henderson had the car show this past weekend. And I think we sold just about over 90 pounds of beef <gasps> for burgers. So it was wow. like 250 burgers in a couple, in two days. It was, was kind of nuts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sticks Tavern. Yes. How did you come up with the name? Hockey arena right across yep. the street. I knew it. <laughs> sticks in all forms of sports, too. You know, your yard sticks and football, mm-hmm. sticks for golf. It kind of works for all sports. So when you were looking at the Lake Mead location, were you still thinking sticks? Or were you, did you have a different name? It was name a wholly and... different concept. And it was oh, yeah? Be, yeah, new, almost almost new construction. So it was, it was a wholly different concept. But then when this opportunity came along, we just pivoted. You just pivot, yep. make it sticks. Exactly. It'll fit. It'll last. Yep. Great concept. I love that. Now, with it being a sports bar, do you guys offer gambling there as well, like slot machines and everything, or, you know, Kino? We do. We, do. we have a gaming license, so we have 15 right. machines. Wow. Um, so it is a gaming, bo- gaming bar and sports bar. That's a lot of machines. That's yeah. a big bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> And do you feel like a lot of the traffic comes in from people the like after coming out of a game from the arena, or like what do you see as far as your customer base? You know, it just depends on the time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like towards winter, like we're going into a right now is hockey tournament season. Right. So pretty much every weekend is going to be people coming in from mostly out of town. Uh, a lot of people from Canada doing tournaments there. They have them there and at City National, mm-hmm. and so then we'll get just. Over just so many people coming in on the weekends, and then of course when the Golden Knights are playing, people are coming in. Like last year, you know, obviously the deeper the Knights make it into the playoffs, mm-hmm. the better it is for us, and we do, we tend to do great. And then when the Knights won, it was it was packed in there. And then we did a viewing party, a parade viewing party. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, not everyone's going to want to go down to the strip, so yeah. we figured, hey, come get some drinks, get some food. We'll all watch the, the parade together. So that was. It got up to a standing room only. That was pretty crazy. And then, um, you know, just uh, a lot of in the off season, it's just, you know, the locals coming in, everyone who lives around there, friends, you know, our regulars come in. And uh, luckily, we've been fortunate enough to get some pretty good press that brings people out there as well. Good. Being that you've only been in business, you said two and a half years. Yes. Right after the pandemic, right? Uh, during. Oh, during. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like construction happened during and like the... Uh, well, we took over a space that was a restaurant before. Okay. So basically, it was March 2021. There was still uh, capacity limitations going on and, yeah. you know, masks and all of that were mm-hmm. still around. So when we opened, we we bought the business that was there in, uh, and we closed on March 6th of 2021. Then we opened on April 2nd. Wow. Okay. So yeah. about a month apart. Yeah, yeah, went quickly. just about. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it a bar that was there before you or just a restaurant? It was a bar and uh they had they did pizza mostly. Oh, okay. Um and they had a, a pretty good crowd of regulars coming in, but I you know, I think the pandemic and then there was construction right there on Water Street that was going on that limited traffic and just kind of uh you know, became this uh thing that they didn't want to deal with anymore, yeah. so they uh you know, fortunately for us, had listed the prop, listed the business for sale, and we were able to to make it work with the landlord. What would you say were some challenges that you faced opening during the pandemic? Definitely occupancy limitations. People mm-hmm. not, you know, not really wanting to go out. Mm-hmm. You know, that those are the biggest ones. And then, obviously, the uh, just getting ingredients. You know, every week it was 
uh, oh, this beer is not available, this alcohol is not available, and then you'd have upset customers, and then you know the price is going up, up, up on everything, and having to constantly watch that and make adjustments without you know uh, getting too uh, too costly or without upsetting customers who are used to oh you know I I love this burger I've been eating it you know and now the price is. Yeah. Become, gone out of reach and then when we first started we were doing rotisserie chicken as well which we did really delicious rotisserie chicken and we thought that was gonna be great down there mm-hmm. but then you know when you have walmart and albertson selling five dollar rotisserie chickens it makes it a little more difficult yeah no <laughs> yeah. absolutely and you know you said that you obviously the rotisserie chicken was a change what kind of changes have you done since you know founding your restaurant to now well I think we really found out uh, a lot more about who we are and who our customers are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we went in there, we were doing, you know, uh, I came from uh, more upscale dining um, and some of the people that I worked with did as well. So we had these ideas of all this cool stuff we were going to try out and they just didn't fly for a sports bar, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. I think we were kind of really trying to do what we wanted to do, not necessarily what would work. And so once we, you know, like we thought a rotisserie chicken was going to be the thing that everyone remembered. It was our burger. It was our burger. Like I loved our burger, but I didn't think that was going to be the thing. I thought it was it was the burger and it was the wings. And the burger is our number one selling item day in and day out, usually above any type of specific alcohol at all or alcohol as well. It's always the burger. Um, So then just, you know, diving further into that, because when we started, we had one burger. Then we got up to like seven or eight. Now I've cut it down to four, um, the four highest selling ones right now, and then probably messing around with more and probably doing like a uh, burger of the week kind of situation mm-hmm. coming soon. We used to do a, it was a burger of the week and a boozy milkshake of the week, and they we would work out the flavor so they paired together. Ooh, burgers and milkshake. Yep. I love that. That's such a, like an American classic, right? burgers and milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. It's like old school uh, milkshake parlor. With gaming. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, gaming. exactly. Yeah. Bring the Vegas aspect to it, yep. right? Like- <laughs> uh, so um, let's see. So we've talked a little bit. You, you've been there for two and a half years. Um, you've changed the menu quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what other items besides a burger is on on the menu? Like what other what other things can people expect? Uh, our, you know, again, sports bar. We do we do wings. Uh, we get uh, organic, um, never frozen fresh Mary's chicken out of uh, California, all flats, no no drumettes. Um, and then we brine those for twenty four hours. Then we fry those in our own batter. Um, those are a, a, a big seller. We have uh, steak frites. We have uh, macaroni and cheese. We do. Uh, a really ridiculously good hummus. Um, we do what uh, has been called. I've had a number of food critics in town refer to it as the um, best falafel in town. Um, falafel. Which you don't expect from a gaming bar at all or a sports no. bar. <laughs> but uh, really good falafel. Um, we do uh, poutine, of course. You know, mm-hmm. hockey yeah. bar. We got to do poutine. We have Labatt and Molson on the menu as often as we can get it. Right now, it's really hard to get Labatt and Molson because of. Uh, some issue with importing it from Canada, but um, those are those are the pretty big sellers. The poutine, definitely carnitas tacos, shrimp tacos. Right. Is your poutine like a traditional poutine, or do you have like your own spin on it? So for a while, when we were doing the rotisserie chicken, we would make chicken gravy. 
um, and that would be on the poutine, but now we do a traditional beef gravy. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I can't believe we still don't know where to eat. I know, it's driving me crazy. We need some inspo. Fear not, my famished friends, for I, I am the dining caddy. It's a, uh, we're, we're a startup. It's a, uh, but just, just imagine me as your own personal foodie oracle. I mean, look at all these reviews. They're not just words. They're culinary tales brought to life by passionate food enthusiasts like you. It's easy to find your next food place when you're following people whose food tastes you trust. Hey, it's Travis. Just got done having some of the best barbecue I've ever had. See, with Dining Caddy, all of your foodie adventures will begin. All you have to do is download the app and you guys are gonna experience gastronomical bliss. So you said that you and your wife traveled to Greece. Yes. Do you guys travel a lot? We try to. Um, we just got married. Uh, it, you know, I say try because we also run a restaurant. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did uh, two weeks in Athens. Um, then we went to the island of uh, Hydra, which was really crazy. There was uh, no cars allowed on the island. Whoa. So everything that gets moved is mules or horses. Like you'll see them carrying bags of concrete. And it's all like you come into the port and then it's all just up 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 up, up so that was pretty wild and also so athens one thing my wife loved about it there was they have a huge like wild cat population just cats oh. just roaming all over and this hydra was like that times 10 <gasps> so oh you'll just go gosh. in and like the little port there where everyone goes to it has you know probably like six seven cafes and then uh ice cream shop and a couple little stores but there will just be cats oh. everywhere. All the dining is outside, and they'll, they'll just be on the tables or in chairs. Or, you know, just you, you look around, there's like 40 cats. And you're just like, wow. you're like She loved it. I was like, it's a lot of cats. Oh, <laughs> she loves cats. It's okay. Yep. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever exactly. makes her happy, right? Yep. <laughs> so then we, um, you know, uh, apart from that, we've gone to Arizona a couple times for a couple concerts. Mm-hmm. Um San Diego uh, a couple times just to chill and unwind and relax, and that was always nice. Uh, and now she is uh, eight eight months pregnant, so. Oh, you got to have a baby <laughs> yes. soon. December 25th, actually, is uh, is the due date. A Christmas baby. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Boy or girl? Girl. Oh, my gosh. First child? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And you're having a girl? Yeah. Oh, you're going to have your hands full? Uh, you know, <laughs> probably, I, I don't know, I don't know, because uh, a boy would have been just, like, I think a boy would have been easier later on in life, and a girl's going to be more difficult early on in life, and then that'll switch. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. So do you feel like you traveling to Greece has affected your menu, and have you made any changes to the menu since coming back? Oh, 100%. I used to travel a lot, you know, cooking, like, uh, lived in Canada, like I said, for mm-hmm. a little while. Been to um, Spain, France, Italy, England, Ireland, um, Netherlands, uh, Belgium, Germany. So I think just seeing everything that goes on everywhere, you know, is necessary in this industry if you actually want to do something cool and unique, you know, if if you're just exposed to what's going on around here. While there is a lot of amazing stuff going on around here, you know, it limits you a little. No, of course. And what did you do before you became a cook? Uh, So cooking was my first career um, right out of, you know, high school, then into culinary school and then uh, working on the strip. 
And then I did real estate for 10 years, um, residential and commercial. Oh, wow. Do you still do real estate at all? No time. No time. No time. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, Vegas is becoming quite the hockey town. Yes. And Styx is the perfect name for a hockey town. Yeah. So is there is there room for expansion into other locations? Is that on the horizon or are you content with just one? Uh, I would love to. I would love to. You know, gotta. it obviously has to be a location that makes sense. Um, but with what's going on here, and I think uh, – you know, the more people, it, it's it's tough because it's you know when the Golden Knights are doing really good, mm-hmm. people love hockey. Mm-hmm. When they're not doing so good, not as many people love hockey. <laughs> that's, true, that's very true. Yeah. So, but we do, and you know, would love to eventually open another sticks, and then you know, probably after that, maybe do some other kind of concept, but still keep keep going and plugging away. And uh, yeah. you know, we uh, we have probably about th- I think it's three concepts fully fleshed out right now. Um, oh wow! So you could you could branch out and do other yeah, things. Yeah. Wow. But we'll have to have you on again. Absolutely. And you open up your next location. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, if it's a if it's another sticks or something else completely. Right. We, we do we'd have, love to have you on. We do have property downtown, um, right outside of the arts district. That where uh, probably is going to be our next. Uh, I love the arts district. Our next project. Yeah. Um, but uh, and with that one, we have a couple concepts that would fit there, as well as some without food. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So more of a bar. Yeah, More just bar. Nice. Okay. Okay. So as far as, you know, your menu goes Mm -hmm. and everything, you told us what the most popular thing was. What's your favorite dish from your menu? Oh, the burger. The burger. The burger. 100% the burger. (laughs) Go with the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. So you agree with your (laughs) customer base that the burger's the best. It's just so freaking good. (laughs) What kind of wings do you guys do? Do you guys do like lemon pepper? So uh, we do... A lightly breaded wing. Okay. Some people are very anti that and don't want any breading on wings, but we <laughs> think it enhances the wing just a little bit. And then um, we do a bunch of different sauces on the side. So we do like a sweet and mild. We do a, a reduced tobacco, a Tabasco, sorry. So we call it a sticky Tabasco. So it's like really spicy, but kind of sweet. We do a, uh, a ranch, obviously, a blue cheese dressing. We do a, uh, a chimichurri. Tzatziki we offer as a wing sauce, and we do a charred scallion um, aioli, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do a chicken fat aioli back when we had all the chicken mm-hmm. fat, and people loved that. Uh, I think we do a – we have a moho on as well right now, and that's oh. that's, that's it for right wow. now. That's we change it a lot. Okay. Yeah. We also have one, actually, our uh, golden sauce, which I worked with uh, Carnell Golden Pipes. Um, to develop a sauce, and it's kind of a Thai-based sauce, so it's fish sauce, and then it's got a lot of heat and pineapple juice and sweetness. Oh, that yeah. honestly, you said pineapple. That's probably going to be my favorite. <laughs> I, I love mixing sweet and savory mm-hmm. and all that, you know, just the Asian influence too. Yeah, it's like, like it's oh. salty, sweet, spicy, and uh, just a, it's a lot going on, but it, in a really, really good way. Yeah, no. Um, and then I did want to t- uh, circle back and touch base with you talking about culinary school. Mm-hmm. What is a piece of advice that you would have to people who just got out of culinary school and they're kind of like, whoa, culture shock. This is not anything that I learned in school. And they go to work in their first restaurant and they kind of feel discouraged. You know, what would you say to them? Uh, you know, one of the things that I think helps you get a really good view on this industry is staging, which is basically working for free for a shift or two at a, a restaurant that you want to be at. And I would say do that at as many restaurants as you can, okay. you know, on your days off or work doubles and just get to see everything that's out there. Because, you know, chances are your first restaurant that you're working at. Yeah, you might not like it. You might like it. You might love it. But mm-hmm. just 
get a lot of get as much experience in in a short amount of time under your belt as you can. Love and, that. You know, if you're you'll, you're going to see things you like, and you know where you want to be more. Yeah. I would say don't just jump headlong into the first job that you come across. Nice, awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great advice, Jordan. Um, we really appreciate you having having you on. Absolutely. Um, so, in traditional fashion, we like to wrap up the show with some sort of deal for our audience listeners. And so, you know, what, what deal do you have for our listeners today? Oh. Eden is out at one of her favorite restaurants enjoying some amazing food, but she's paying full price. Tice is at the same restaurant enjoying the same food, but paying 20% less. If you're like Eden and wondering how, let's rewind. Eden used traditional methods to find where and what to eat while Tyus used the Dining Caddy app to find exclusive deals at her favorite restaurants. Be like Tyus. Download the Dining Caddy app today and find exclusive deals. Uh, come on down if you buy any of our burgers, uh, any one of our burgers, uh, have a drink on me. A drink on you. Absolutely. All right. Well, that, I'm sure that'll bring some people in. Oh, so for sure. That'll be great. Have a beer on you, yeah? Yep. Let's do it. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we, we, we genuinely appreciate you. You're taking the time for us today, and uh, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a blast. Thank you.